Today's episode is with Johnny Morelli, or as the Instagram world knows him, Johnny Juicer. I met Johnny less than a year ago, but we've already formed a deep friendship that feels so much older than that. To those who knew him growing up, Johnny was not at all someone you'd expect to today be waking up each day to make green juice, wearing colorful tie-dye t-shirts, and using the hashtag OneLove. But today, that is absolutely who he is. Spending time with Johnny, you can just feel his chill demeanor, compassion, and positive energy. He started using Instagram to share his juicing journey, and it has grown into his livelihood through the help of his adorable dog, Noah. Today, our conversation is about juicing and how this lifestyle has transformed him as a person and his experience of life. I'm sure you'll feel the good vibes from wherever you are. All right. <laughs> you can finish chewing if you need to. <laughs> I'm good. Let's do it. All right. Okay, guys. Today I am here with my good friend, Johnny Morelli, or as most people know him, Johnny Juicer. So thank you so much for agreeing to do this with me, Johnny. Uh, I've been staying with Johnny in Chicago for the past week. He's kindly opened up his home to me. Um, but Johnny, do you want to start by just telling us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Sure. Um, first of all, happy to have you. <laughs> Had a good time. Good talks. Um, basically, I am uh, somebody who inspires a healthy lifestyle, healthy vegan lifestyle on social media. Uh, I got into it because it helped uh, change my life. Actually started with juicing and then slowly evolved through a plant-based diet and now the raw living foods. and. Uh, Pretty much, just like I said, everything's uh, on social media, just trying to help inspire as many people and touch as many people as I can. Yeah, your Instagram has exploded lately. What do you have, like 125,000 followers now or something Something, crazy? something like that, but yeah. I, I think a lot of credit goes to the pooch, Noah, <laughs> the little yeah. vegan dog. If, any, if anyone has seen Johnny's uh, Instagram videos and photos, his dog Noah makes an appearance quite quite often actually basically all the time now <laughs> yeah he's the star of the videos everybody loves Noah they know him before me so <laughs> yeah. yeah Noah I've been spending a lot of time with Noah this week and it's hard not he ate to half your food. fall in love with him oh he yeah ate he ate half my food <laughs> he has a bigger appetite than Johnny <laughs> oh he does I he, he definitely uh, does um but yeah let's uh go back and talk about how you got to where you are because this has definitely been quite a journey for you you have before and after pictures that you've showed me and uh, even just not even just physically but you've talked a lot about how this has you know been so much more than that for you so what initially uh, got you started with all of this because you first went vegetarian right I first went vegetarian uh, it started I was just like fed up with feeling the way I was um, grew up having progressively worse migraines as I got older in my 20s they were bad to the point where I would be popping five Excedrin migraines at a time. Um, I had stomach issues from a young kid, irritable bowel syndrome. I was told I was lactose intolerant. I had two colonoscopies in high school because my parents feared I had Crohn's disease. So mm. uh, I just had all types of issues going on, tired all the time. Uh, my chiropractor told me I had adrenal fatigue and was trying to help me 
uh, with that. But I, the problem was is I was just eating the wrong foods, overstimulating my body with uh, pre-workout powders, energy drinks, you name it. And um, I just I was just starting to have enough. You know, I was entering uh, my late 20s and just was tired of feeling like crap. And I just happened to be scrolling on Netflix one day and I found a documentary on juicing, fat, sick, and nearly dead. And that pretty much jump-started my journey. It, uh, a woman had healed her migraines or stopped her migraines through a mini juice fast. And I had never heard of juicing before before that. So I kind of was intrigued by it, went out and got a juicer and uh, tapped into it a little bit. I really didn't get too much hardcore until I started feeling still worse off the food I was eating. And um, about three months later, I finally said, screw this. I'm going to uh, start a start a little juice fast, which I did, and I then proceeded by doing 32 ounces of juice a day, um, and that's pretty much what started my journey. And over time, what I found was uh, the headache started going away. My stomach issues weren't really there, although I was still experimenting with changing up my diet. And that's when I saw forks over knives. I saw food matters, and I mean, I was just opened up to this whole new world that I had no idea about. So um, got into uh, eating more plants. My taste buds started changing. My body started gravitating more towards those foods. And um, yeah, it just, uh, I, I got into, I, I became a vegetarian in March of, what was that? March or was it March? Yeah. Sometime it was, it was something like that. And then like two, like a month later, I, I went vegan after seeing earthlings and after that, I was just hooked on the lifestyle because I just kept getting feeling better and better and better through all the small little changes. And, you know, here I am entering my 30s feeling better than I ever had in my life. And I just, you know, it was an unbelievable feeling and I wouldn't trade it for the world. Hmm. School of Netflix, it sounds like. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then obviously uh, YouTube and various books and just constant hunger for the knowledge that I never had. You know, so yeah. I just thought I had to take an Excedrin migraine for that or an Imodium for my stomach or, you know, an energy drink to battle my fatigue problems. So it's nice knowing the power of food and that's something I didn't know at all. Yeah. What what was your starting weight and where are you at right now? I was about 215. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always juggled with my weight. I was always around, I was always like right around 200. But when I had finally had enough, I was around 215. Um, and now I lost an initial, I think it was between 15 and 20 pounds just from doing juicing alone. But after going vegan and then raw, I'm now 158. I hover between 158, 162. And it really doesn't change. I mean, my body stayed the same for the last almost two years now on being on the raw living foods. And it's just amazing. I mean, I don't even have to work out as hard. Um, and my weight always stays the same. Headaches no longer there. Stomach issues no longer there. I used to have allergies. I started developing allergies uh, in the spring and fall, and I don't even have that no more. No colds. It's it's a, it's just amazing. And uh, obviously, it's from helping with the foods and the juices, helping your immune system stay strong. You know, building your immune system using that as like a preventative method. Yeah, absolutely. So juicing was definitely the intro for you into this lifestyle. Absolutely. And you've mentioned that you think that 
it's really the perfect way for people to ease in. And I thought that was interesting because I have always thought of juicing as being um, something that can be difficult or expensive, but you have made some really good points So um, when we were talking about it earlier today. So I thought maybe you'd want to share that with listeners on why you think that juicing can be such a good introduction or way for people who aren't quite ready to jump completely in yet, how it can be really helpful in that transition. Right. Well, for the most part, the reason I think it's so helpful is because I'm somebody who hated vegetables, hated greens. Uh, if somebody told me, oh, you just need to eat more of that stuff, I would be like, no way, I'm, I'm, I'm good. But if somebody were to tell me the way you can put all these vegetables, like I said, I, I won't chew on kale, I won't chew on ginger or eat it, but I will put it in a juicer and drink it. And mm -hmm. that's an easy way to get those nutrients in you. And from my old job I used to have, I mean, I used to drive and go to stops and people would eat, I mean, terrible fast food, fried foods every day. And I used to tell them that juicing was a good way to, if because everybody wants to, everybody says they want to get better. They want to start making changes. And it's hard to just tell them to eat a fruits and vegetables, especially when your diet is so bad and you're so accustomed to eating these uh, foods that are addicting. So to be able to tell somebody here, here's all this food, this big plate of food, and we're going to put it in a juice and you're going to drink it. We'll sweeten it up maybe with an apple, maybe a little pineapple. And for the most part though, it's going to be greens and it's going to give you a nice boost of nutrients. I think it's the easiest way to cheat getting the vegetables for people that don't really enjoy eating them or hate them. Mm -hmm. So, and it helped a lot of people that I know just in my area where I live, like a lot of different people have changed just through juicing. They haven't changed their um, diet necessarily, but they do incorporate the juicing just to give them some type of nutrition because most of their diets, I mean, let's face it, almost everybody has meat and dairy and every meal of their day and a lot of processed foods and a lot of empty calories, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, so this is definitely a good way for them to get those nutrients in when they're not getting it from the other foods in their diets. Absolutely. And like you said, it helps you to start craving those healthier foods. And that's I what think, it did. Yeah, that's yeah, what that's, it did for me. I mean, I never craved foods like that. I started gravitating towards more salads. I was eating more fruit uh, just off the juicing alone. I, the greasy food, I would get the smell and I'd be like, ugh, like I, I wouldn't want that as much. But yeah, so it was kind of like a journey. It wasn't like I just went when I went cold turkey was when I went vegan. Mm -hmm. But before that, I was still juggling with my diet while I was incorporating the, the juicing daily. Yeah. And did you feel a difference in uh, your body and your mental clarity and just, you know, your energy and everything when you went vegan or was juicing enough? No, juicing wasn't enough. Uh, when I went vegan, everything, I mean, I energy levels were through the roof. Um, I would still get an occasional headache here and there when I was juicing, but um, I think now with, I think, I, I'm not sure what it was that triggered my headaches, whether it was like lack of nutrition or something I was eating that was triggering it. But now, could because I, I would say probably the raw, um, the raw plant-based diet, it's to me, just awesome, yeah. you know, like more, more than vegan. I mean, vegan is awesome too, but just always eating high vibrational foods, I mean, has changed my life in every way. It's, it's just awesome. But definitely from juicing to going vegan, I, I felt the change. And then 
from vegan to the raw living foods, I felt another change. So it's like I say, a slow evolving process of feeling awesome every, every day. Yeah. <laughs> Getting progressively more awesome. Oh, amazing. And it's hard it. to tell people that, you know, it's yeah. like everybody's got their own journey, but some people are like, I can't go raw. I can't do this. So I, that's why I like using, try, try throwing a juice in, try throwing a smoothie in, eat a lot of fruit, make a nice salad or romaine wrap or nori wrap or you know, whatever, whatever you like, instead of eating one banana, eat four, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's definitely a change. It's a, it's a big, it's a whole different world. Right. Yeah. I mean, for a lot of people, the idea of eating just fruits and vegetables is really daunting. It's extreme because none of us have, we were all raised a certain way. You know, we're raised on fast food. We're raised on our family's food. We're raised on everything. 90% of the stores is processed box foods and, um, uh, with no nutrition. Right. Yeah. And I mean, you came from an Italian family, which was very, uh, I mean, the recipes that your, your mom would make were super heavy and dairy, especially, but also meat. And, um, what was their reaction to your, Oh, my whole family thought I was crazy. My whole family thought I was crazy. First, I want to say the food was amazing. (laughs) It was so good. My mom was a great cook. My grandma was a great cook, but it just didn't, agree with me and I never realized it was her food. I thought it was me. I thought I was the problem. And uh, when in reality, it was just my body reacting to it. Like it just wasn't, uh, you know, overly cooked, Mm -hmm. lots of meat, like you said, lots of dairy, lots of bread. Um, And what what do I have? Maybe like a small little iceberg salad with dressing (laughs) drizzle all over it. And maybe a couple cherry tomatoes. That was, that was my vegetable intake. Mm -hmm. So, um, actually my parents were, everybody in my family was a little weird about it. They thought I was crazy, but, um, over time what's, what's happened, which has been really cool is they've actually accepted it. Um, they see the effect I'm able to have. My mother actually, who's a heart patient has been a vegetarian for, um, about a year and a half now and has been juicing every day and has been reversing her heart condition. Um, she was supposed to have open heart surgery. And I, I think a lot of that has to do with, uh, the stopping all her meat intake and obviously getting, um, nutrients in her body through the juice. So I want to actually take it further with her. She's like all aboard now. She's a big believer just because she sees the results from, um, her heart tests and everything. So, I want to take her, I want to try to get her, she loves her bread and she still eats her cheese. So I'd like to take it one step further because I want to try to get her away from the, all the emotional attachments to the mm, food. Yeah. So I feel like I already got her one step in the door and we're going to work on her a little bit. Nice. That's awesome, dude. So, yeah. Wow. So she was able to no longer need heart surgery. Exactly. She was supposed to have heart surgery earlier this year and when she had her heart the heart condition she has, she has like an enlarged muscle that was progressively getting bigger and bigger. And Mm -hmm. she has her heart tests every six months. Well, when she went and had an angiogram done, the heart muscle stopped growing and started shrinking. And what they did was they cut her medication. The doctors were wondering what she's been doing. (laughs) She told her, uh, my son's got me on a vegetarian diet. Uh, actually she was on a a vegan diet for a little bit, but she still loves her cheese. So, Mm. um, but yeah, cheese is the most addictive. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, that was that was the issue for me. It's always the hardest for people. That was the issue for me, but um, she, um, the doctor, was was kind of shocked by it, and he was asking. She he asked her what else she was taking, and she's like, "I throw chlorella in my juices." He's got me taking reishi mushroom extract, <laughs> CoQ10, and he he didn't even know besides the CoQ10 what most of this stuff was, which was amazing to me. He didn't know what spirulina was or. But nonetheless, she's, uh, she's doing better and she's eager about the lifestyle. That's so exciting. Yes. So spending time with you, it's, it's pretty obvious that uh, you're quite the spiritual dude. You feel a deep connection with nature. Was that always the case or has that come with never. the veganism and raw foods? It was never the case. I was somebody who would wake up, uh, get in my car, just have a tunnel vision to wherever I had to go think not think anything about nature or nothing and now I'm somebody I'm just like this hippie dude that just walks outside barefoot goes and spends time in nature and really appreciates mother earth I mean everything about it um, definitely came with the veganism and I think slowly even got even more deeper once I uh, became raw like you were talking about mm -hmm. yesterday um, and it's something that I wouldn't change forever. It really keeps me grounded. It uh, fills me with so much love and gratitude and an appreciation for this life, something that I never had. So absolutely, veganism definitely helped grow my spirituality. Yeah, how would you, if someone asked you what this lifestyle means to you, how would you answer that question? It means everything uh i would like i said i wouldn't trade it for the world this lifestyle is everything to me i used to i've always been passionate a passionate person when it comes to things uh, growing up when it was sports whatever it may be and this passion that i found for this lifestyle is something i wouldn't trade for anything it may it just makes me feel great every day uh it, it makes me feel good that i can inspire every day and help people every day and yeah, it, to me, it's everything. That's awesome. I'm so happy that you found it. <laughs> I know. It took a while, but, and, it, and you know, it's so funny. I tell people all the time, it's amazing because it's still a new journey for me. January will be two years I've been raw. Um, March will be, um, will it be March? March 20, 2013. So March, yeah, it'll be three years vegan, two years raw. So it's still a brand new journey to me. And, uh, but again, it's just, it's just awesome. And, and to think like four years ago, I didn't even know what kale was, mm. you know, <laughs> I didn't know anything. I, wow. I, I had never really eaten none of this, like a persimmons, like I'm eating right now. I never ate none of this stuff. So it's like in four year time, it's it, my whole life is turned upside down, but for the better. So it's awesome mm. for sure. What would you say keeps you motivated and inspired to continue with all of this? Keeps me motivated. Um, I guess the way I feel. I guess yeah. everything about the way I feel. Mm -hmm. My spirits are always high. My energy is always high. I, I always thought, I didn't know my body could feel this good, basically. You know, I always thought yeah. I, I felt a certain way. Like I was telling you yesterday, I used to take pre-workout powders all types of different supplements and I used to go out drinking on the weekends and I knew in the back of my mind I would tell myself I'm probably shortening my lifespan by doing this 
and I used to accept it. And now when I think about that living this way, I think it's crazy to think yeah. that, you know, so I just really have a big appreciation for this life. I'm grateful every day and I'm uh, just fortunate to have found it. And uh, that and being able to inspire people through this lifestyle is what keeps me motivated every day waking up. Yeah, the, the social media, you've talked a lot about how much you've enjoyed social media because it enables you to interact with others. And <laughs> Johnny is one of the people who is on his phone, const not constantly, but really often, and he responds to every single person. And I don't, when I say he's on his phone all the time, I don't mean that in a completely negative way. I think um, you just, you, it's clear that you really, really care about interacting with other people. You say that you respond to just about every message. And um, I think that to me is really telling about how much you really want to share this with other people. Absolutely. Like I said, I left my job a month ago. So I left a consistent paycheck every week and I left a job of 12 years to get more aligned in this lifestyle. And I do try to message everybody back on Snapchat. Every time I get a snap message, I swipe and I look. If it's um, Instagram, it's a little bit different. I don't want to spend my whole night on Instagram answering uh, things back. I want to get things done and stuff. Right. But for the most part, Snapchat, I try to message people as much as I can. Uh, private messages, same thing. If they're um, something I could answer and help. I always love doing that. That's the reason I'm doing this. I, I, I like helping people start their journey just because I know what it's done for me. Yeah. So you hang out with a lot of, as I've noticed while I've been here, you hang out with a lot of bros, a lot of people who are like into the fantasy football league. And like we said, your family was always, you know, big into like, you know, their Italian heritage and meat and cheese and all that stuff. Do you have any tips for how to make lifestyle change when those around you are not at all involved in this lifestyle and maybe aren't even at all supportive of it? Like what, what tips would you have for someone who's in that type of situation? Well, it, it was to me, it was, I got to a breaking point where I basically shut myself off to the world. I really did. I uh, stopped watching TV, mm -hmm. um, started really focusing on things I needed to do to not only get myself healthier, but get myself happier as well. And um, I just, like I said, closed myself off, started um, YouTubing, reading, um, and just really focusing on ways I can get myself better because obviously the stuff I was doing the rest of my life wasn't working. And uh, it could be tough because, you know, like, I, like you just said, I have a lot of bros that you know, I love them, I do, but at the same time, it's it can be a comfort that you're used to, you know, and it can keep you from focusing on the things you really want to, whether it's like goals you have or changing your diet. So I isolated myself for a while. I know it might not be easy for anybody to do, but I did. I isolated myself and uh, did a long juice fast. I was juicing every day. I'd talk about it. A lot of people thought I was getting weird, but uh, it, it turned out okay, I guess, you know? Yeah. So, so, yeah. Yeah, I think that, you know, you you take separation from media almost to an extreme. And again, I don't use extreme in a negative way, but like, 
I'm telling you guys, this dude, he does not watch any TV. Like, he does not pay attention to politics. He doesn't listen to the news. He doesn't even, like, read the news online. Like, he separates himself. And um, I separate myself from any type of promoted fear, lies, anything. I just try to live in my own world happy, <laughs> meditate on it, get out in nature, and uh, keep purifying my body. <laughs> What would you say to someone who uh, asked you whether you felt that was a truly positive thing to shut yourself off from so much of, you know, what the rest, for the rest of the world is reality? Well, I would say, uh, how, does that, how does that saying go um, about change? If you don't... Uh, you don't make a change nothing will change yeah. you know so and then that's that's the to the point I was getting I was tired of the same thing my life consisted of waking up going to a nine to five getting the same check every week going out with the same people every weekend you know drinking and feeling like crap and pounding pills and I was just tired of it and I wanted to change and I had to take a drastic measures you know so I had just finally had enough I believed in the process, trusted the process, and ultimately it, it worked. Yeah. It worked. So the one type of media that you do like to indulge in, though, is social media. Social media. And why do you love social media so much? Because I love people. <laughs> and I love being able to inspire people and make people laugh with the dog on the videos and just spread this message the best I can. Yeah. What message is that that you're ultimately trying to, to spread? Like, what is the ultimate mission behind your social media work? Love. <laughs> the ultimate message is love, health, and happiness. Finding your journey, finding what works for you, and uh, living this life in love and peace and harmony. Mm, beautiful, dude. So... What were some of your biggest inspirations as you were getting into this lifestyle? Like, who was it that inspired you to take those extra steps along the way? I had, I had a bunch of people. Uh, the Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead documentary was awesome. Mm -hmm. um, very, very inspiring as far as the juicing went. Um, as far as the raw foods, Dan, the life regenerator, that guy is unbelievable. <laughs> I came across him on YouTube. I had... Uh, I was really fortunate enough to meet him last week when I was in California, and that guy is just true. I mean, he just is all about the same kind of things I am, you know, just getting out uh, a healthy message, uh, a message about health, love, and he's truly genuine in what he talks about. So he was awesome. Obviously, Fully Raw Christina with her daily persistence. I mean, I used to go bounce back and forth between her and Dan. Um, once I found out Karen Calabrese was in Chicago, I couldn't wait to reach out to her. And she's actually been one of my best friends and mentors, um, somebody I could always turn to because sometimes, you know, life's not perfect, you know, mm -hmm. and it, 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 it could seem like from time to time you're in your own little world and it can it can be tough sometimes. So she's always been somebody I've reached out to who is awesome, like kind of like a big sister to me. Mm hmm. So those yeah, are yeah. Meeting Karen yesterday was, I mean, yeah, she's such a. She radiates with energy and and love. Like you can just tell she has that warmth in her when when you meet her. And, I mean, it is crazy. You, I totally would have guessed that she was like, 
40 years old, you know, or maybe 45, maybe 50, but definitely not over 70. It's amazing. It's, it's truly amazing. And I mean, it's so funny because her lectures are great too. I wish she was doing one this week. She talks about how she wasn't just blessed this way with genetics, like how her grandmother died at 49, her mother died at 50. Wow, and, I didn't know that. Yeah, of heart attacks and cancer. So she took a different approach and went vegan, went with the raw living foods. And yeah, all of her family is pretty much deceased. And she's still, uh, she's still going strong on the raw vegan diet. And I mean, she looks great. She's always in good spirits. She's such a loving person. And I really appreciate that woman in my life for sure. Yeah, your your relationship with her is so sweet. It's great. <laughs> it's great. I know. We're almost like the same person in this sense. But um, obviously there's a little age gap. But, right. <laughs> but she, yeah, I love Karen. Great, great woman. While we were on our way there yesterday, you mentioned in the car that that letting go, learning to let go has perhaps been your greatest lesson. Explain what letting go means to you. Letting go to me, especially when it comes to um, living in this world as a man, you know, we're, most of us are, have that alpha ego to us. Mm -hmm. And uh, it wasn't no different with me. You know, I used to, like I said, take a lot of supplements, be at the gym, work out, always wanted to be the big guy, always wanted to be the strong guy, just like everybody else. Um, and whatever it was, you know, so... It was just a matter of letting go of all that, not caring what people thought about me, not caring about being the big guy, not being a, caring about being this or that, but just being me and being happy, accepting myself for who I am and loving myself ultimately and just releasing the ego, letting go. And, and the right people that are there will stay in your life. And the ones that really weren't meant to be will weren't meant to be and they won't be there so that was that was my definition of letting go because I have like a small circle now and the people that are in my life I love and I wouldn't trade the people or the way I feel about myself for anything beautifully said yeah letting go of judgment exactly and taking on that unconditional love is everything yeah it's so important it's, everything. it's a complete life-changing perception switch you know for sure yeah did it take you a while to find a new sense of community um not so much well here's the deal my circle got smaller here mm -hmm. i have a small tight group knit of friends a lot of them are from high school guys like you've seen and met Mm -hmm. and uh, they support everything I do. They're actually really eager about the lifestyle as well. As you see, they're, they love juicing. Mm -hmm. One of my best friends actually taps into veganism here and there, but, and it's whenever he's with me and we go out, he'll always get a vegan meal. <laughs> so it's, it's cool to be able to inspire them and that they're uh, supportive of me. But the community that I've basically built in the vegan world and this lifestyle that I love is pretty much started not only on social media, but at the diabetes retreat uh, with all you guys. So The diabetes um, retreat, just to interrupt for a second, that Johnny is referring to is uh, we have two very good friends, Dr. Cyrus Kambada and Robbie Barbero, 
and they uh, have a business called Mastering Diabetes. It's a type 2, type 1, type 1.5, and pre-diabetes uh, coaching program. It is amazing, and they host retreats. And uh, <laughs> I just met Johnny this past June, which feels crazy, but uh, it was at their retreat that we met. And um, yeah, so that is the retreat that he is referring to. It's a diabetes retreat. You go, it's four days long, and they feed you a whole foods, low-fat, plant-based diet. And like I said, it's people with type 2 diabetes, type 1 diabetes, type 1.5 diabetes, and pre-diabetes. And I mean, everyone gets healthier. <laughs> everyone leaves taking less medication uh, with greater insulin sensitivity. So they're able to eat more carbs and taking less insulin for how many carbs they're eating, all that jazz. So, yeah, <laughs> that's that's what he was saying. Exactly. And it was cool because, you know, like when I said I closed myself off to the world I lived in physically, you know, here I am doing all this stuff on social media. And it'd be funny because I'd go outside sometimes and I and I would sometimes feel like the whole world's vegan because of all the people I follow and the people, the interaction on uh, Instagram and whatnot. And, and here, here we have it that nobody in my community really is vegan. I mean, you right. got to really look out there. So uh, the reason I say the diabetes retreat is because that was the first time I actually came in human contact with like-minded people on the same journey. And uh, it was just awesome. So yeah, yeah, and from there, it's really grown. Like it, you, it, it really has. It really you, has. I mean, both of us, but you know focusing on you you've connected with so many people since then from that you know that's just really genuine grown. yeah genuine relationships I mean everybody I've met I am I, I just love everybody they're all inspiring I feel more inspired when I'm around them and they just feel like family like I've known them forever so it, it gets me excited to have events like that it gets me excited to have uh, when I find out we're all going to be together or even uh, looking into the future knowing that we're all going to keep you know, staying in contact, getting together for events and whatnot. So, yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's become quite the family. It's it really pretty has. Amazing. It really has. And part of your family here is little Noah, who we haven't really talked about yet. So, uh, let's. I mean, he's like a huge, huge part of your life, part of your career. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's let's talk about Noah a little bit. How long ago did you? adopt him nope. and what inspired that okay well what inspired that was i saw earthlings obviously mm -hmm. prompted me to go vegan overnight um about i'd say about a month or two later i was in new york and a good friend of mine had adopted a dog from a kill shelter that was supposed to be executed within a couple of days and mm. uh, i got to spend time with him the dog and it really inspired me to make me want to make a decision like that I felt like I was ready and um, after having earthlings in my head and I, I felt like I wanted to come home and you know adopt a dog and here I go to a shelter and I saw that little face and I couldn't leave without <laughs> you know wanting to adopt him so um, ended up adopting him it was September of 2013 and uh, he's he'll be three in January and he's recently uh, a vegan dog. He's been vegan for about three months now. And he's thriving. He looks great. Um, loves vegetables. Loves juicing. Lo <laughs> loves coconut water. I mean, he loves it all. And obviously, he loves the camera because yeah. of, of the videos. So, 
But we, we have a tight bond. It's something I've, I grew up with dogs all my life, but there's something about adopting a dog you have like a connection with that's just awesome. And I would never do it any other way. Always adopt. Mm, yeah. Yeah, so, but you had Noah for what, like two years before he started appearing in your, in your Instagrams, right? Yeah, I had, him, I had him about a year and a half before he started appearing. Yeah, almost two years, yeah, before he started appearing in my uh, videos. And I just decided to throw him in one day. Actually, I had had him in a couple pictures or videos, but nothing crazy. But one, I did a water, watermelon video one day, and uh, <laughs> he kind of like showed up in it, and it was kind of funny, and it, the video kind of took off and uh, it got reposted by a lot of people and a lot of people loved him in the video so I just go let me roll with this and it's pretty much it's that's how it started <laughs> yeah is that when your Instagram took off when you started including Noah or was it already starting to build I would say in June of this year is when it really started taking off so it was yeah this year a little after because I was just telling somebody that I had hit the 10k mark on Instagram uh, right after Thanksgiving last year, and in May of this year, after I did that, I want to say I was around 30,000 people, and then all the dog lovers came after that, <laughs> and it just, they just started rolling in, and they, and they love Noah, so it's cool because I can not only appeal to the vegan world, but dog lovers and people who aren't vegan who may consider it by seeing how attractive the food pictures or videos look or how good a smoothie might look. So that's the whole point of it, throwing in some comedy, some inspiration through health, and just an overall uh, good message. Yeah, yeah, the videos are definitely funny. You're really good at putting in that comedy factor. And I was saying to Johnny the other day when, you know, he's so big on his childhood cartoons. I was just going to bring this up. I was just going to bring that up. I was commenting like, you can tell that that's where he gets it. That like he has this childhood love for this kind of and until, comedy. Exactly. And, and until you brought that up, it's so funny because Tom and Jerry is my favorite cartoon of all time. But until you brought it up and I'm watching the cartoon, that's where it comes from. That's where the, all the video creation comes from. So it's funny that you brought that up because it's true. That's, that's where I get the little humor for the videos and the ideas. So that was, that was really good <laughs> that you pointed that out. Do you have more fun making the videos now that Noah's part absolutely. of the team? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. We, we get all psyched out for it. We take, I take him for a nice long walk beforehand. Uh, we spend a little time in nature and then we come home and we get rolling. And uh, he's always aboard because obviously he's getting a food, some type of vegetable or juice or smoothie. So he's always ready. <laughs> and uh, what was the question I was just going to ask you about with Noah? Oh, him starting to eat a vegan diet. So he wasn't for quite a while, and it's a pretty recent development. Um, what was the process of, of changing his diet, and what made you feel comfortable to have him eat a vegan diet? Because you know, there are a lot of people that will say it's 100% doable, it's 100% safe, but there's always a little bit of skepticism as well. So how did right. you, as a parent make right. that decision <laughs> well i just want to say at first but when i first adopted him i didn't want to adopt him and just have a dog in my house and just feed him anything uh I, there's a lot of people out there that do that we used to do that as a family i think growing up like he ate table food fast food whatever whatever we ate the dog ate mm -hmm. so i felt like the dog getting a dog is an investment um it's like a kid i want to take care of it the best i can and 
when we first got him, I, uh, I used to give him juice all the time, carrot juice he loves, I, and I had him on a raw diet, um, a raw food diet. So he was eating raw meat and a lot of raw vegetables. And I decided the, the longer I've gotten into veganism, I felt that if it was possible, the dog can thrive. Uh, as you know, I've read their omnivores, their natural omnivores, mm -hmm. that if he can thrive on it, I wanted to give it a shot because he already loved the vegetables and fruits as it is. So I decided to do a little research. Obviously, there's a lot of people I know um, through social media who've had dogs thriving on vegan diets that are in their teens. So um, I gave it a go. Uh, I put him on the V-Dog kibble, started cooking his own meals, and he, he loves the kibble, which is nice because I could always, if I leave, house, leave the house, or if it's a long day, I could always leave the food there for him, and if he's hungry, he can go eat it. Um, I feed him, uh, you know, beans, quinoa, brown rice, and I mean, he loves all that stuff, sweet potatoes, pumpkin, and uh, he's been doing great. If anything, he's been having more energy. What's funny is I didn't reveal for a couple months what Noah's diet was, and people would always say, his skin's so shiny, his energy's crazy, and it was nice because then I could say, well, here's what he's eating. You know, yeah. he's on a here's vegan why, diet. Yeah. Here's why. Right, so people would ask, and... It was, uh, it was a subject I really didn't want to tap into at first because obviously there's people, that dog needs meat, that dog can go vegan. So it was, I just didn't want the controversy and arguing, you know, on the videos or whatnot. But um, I'm, it's something I'm comfortable with. Obviously, he's comfortable with. You see how much he eats. I mean, yeah, he eats dude, that more. dog loves his fruits like, and veggies. I, Anything I eat, he I, wants to taste. Yeah, I said I want to change his name to Vegan Fat Dog because, I mean, <laughs> he eats so much. And he's always full of energy. I mean, I, I think he's healthier now. I mean, he looks and seems healthier now than, I mean, obviously before we got him, his energy's through the roof. He's waking me up all night, wants to play, so. Yeah, and I mean, you've taught him well on all accounts. He, that dog is so full of love too, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, now I'd like to, to jump to back to you and I mean your life has taken quite the change of course lately as you've mentioned earlier in our uh, recording here you know you worked at FedEx for 12 years and you were you know that was that was the routine that you knew you know 12 years is a long time right and that was a like you said stable paycheck coming in like but you know just it wasn't in alignment with what you wanted to do anymore and I mean you took a leap of faith basically like you didn't really have anything lined up when you first made that so made that decision so um, I was just wondering if you would be able to expand a little bit on how you found a sense of faith that everything was going to be okay and what motivated you to ultimately make that decision well, it's a decision I wanted that I had had in my mind for the last two years. Uh, I just felt like the job didn't serve me no more. I wasn't happy with it no more. I wanted to get more aligned, like you said, with the things I love. And I started uh, game planning, you know, selling juices, finding ways of making income uh, while I figure things out. Mm -hmm. So I... Uh, 
whether it be, like I said, making juices, um, different types of social media work. Um, but it's worked. It's a grind and it's, it's worked. I'm, like I said, in integrative nutrition. I'm going to be working with a friend of mine, uh, helping him in nutrition. He's, a, he's in functional medicine. He's opening his own practice. So, I mean, there, there, there's opportunities that came after I made that decision. I, I knew it felt right. The journey just felt right. It was, it was time to do it now. Uh, I didn't want to have no regrets, and I really wouldn't change it. It's, it's really worked out well. It's uh, helping me focus more on the journey and things I want to do and get into. So, um, yeah. I feel like there are a lot of people today who are in a job that they don't like, and they, like you, are sitting there dreaming up like their their dream life and what they would ultimately like to be doing and, you know, what what their true passions are. Uh, do you have any advice for people who are in that situation? Um, you know, it's follow your heart, follow your love. Don't do something you don't love. Um, it, the, it, it'll come. Trust the journey. That's all I got to say. Because once I got into this, like I said, it's, it was, I had the thought in my head that I, I wanted to eventually leave and do things more aligned. And opportunities just started popping. You know, mm -hmm. you, uh, you, you game plan and you make the decision in your mind and, and the universe makes it happen. Yeah. So that's pretty much uh, <laughs> how, how it happened. And uh, yeah, don't do something you don't love. Don't sit in a job you hate. Um, find things aligned with what you love, you know, whatever it may be. Um, and make it happen. Yeah. Anything's possible. Yeah, I mean, in this world, like, we do need an income. We need money in order to survive if we're going to live within society. But to the same length, I think it's even more important to be doing, like you said, what you love. Like, we have this one life, and who knows what the world could be receiving from us if we aren't, if we aren't giving it. Right. So something that I have found is that if I put in the effort to do what I am passionate about and not expect anything in return, eventually things will come in return. Yeah. Like if I'm just doing it for the pure love of it as, a, as, a, an, as an act of service, then eventually that will come back to me. And some people might call that karma or some people might call that manifesting or whatever it is. I think it's just, yeah. you know. I to and I totally agree with you. Uh, totally. And, and for some people it could be, uh, it, it might be difficult, like, oh, I can't do that. But find what you love, find what you're passionate about. And, and like you said, do it and get into it. And eventually, like you said, the karma, karma will come. Yeah. And I mean, it's not, you, you spent some time setting yourself up for I this, I did, you know? like I said, it was a two-year plan. Right, you spent two years still working your job while you were getting your social media going, while you were making connections, while you were, you know, setting all this up, and then it, it felt like the right moment when you finally took that leap. You weren't just, <laughs> you know, one day like, oh, I actually hate this, so I'm just going to leave, and then, you know, had nothing set up for yourself. Right. So it is a process. It is, it is. But if you love it, You'll, you'll find a way for sure to make it happen. And what kinds of things are you looking forward to m making them happen, Johnny? That's to be determined. That's to be determined. I'm just following the journey day by day. Um, you know, 
making small goals in my head, but nothing is concrete yet. I, I'm not sure really what it is. Mm -hmm. But uh, in the meantime, it's just inspiring daily the best I can and uh, continuing this journey. I love it. <laughs> you do such a good job of it. You have such a, a, you are so inspiring. You are so inviting. You are so accepting. I feel like there's there's no judgment with you. Like if someone comes to you and they're not ready to take this on yet, you're you're there to just cheer them on at whatever part of the journey they're on. That's it. That's it. I mean, it's you know everybody uh, can't. Everybody's different. Nobody can go cold turkey if they wanted to go plant based overnight. Nobody can go raw overnight. Nobody can. You know, it's it's just about making slow changes, making changes in the right directions, whether it be small steps. Small steps are better than no steps. So mm -hmm. it's just about encouraging and inspiring and eventually planting those seeds. Uh, it, it'll help work out. You know, it'll help people uh, make small changes in their life. What are some of those small changes that you would recommend? Like what are some tips that you would suggest for people who want to get started, who are inspired by listening to, to you say all of these things about how great you feel and, you know, whether that's because they want, they want to start eating vegetarian or vegan or raw or just juicing or like whatever it is, uh, what, what tips would you have for, for those people? Uh, one of the tips I would say is uh, go on your maps on your phone and look for the closest Bed Bath & Beyond. Go out and get yourself a juicer and start <laughs> juicing daily. And, uh, you know, start, you got to start somewhere. And like I said, to me, that's the thing that helped for me. Um, it might be easier for people to uh, drink juices just to start getting that stuff in their body and start cleaning out a little bit and get them on the right track, start, like you said, changing those taste buds and getting them on the journey. Uh, so I think, like I said, juicing is a great place to start. Uh, get a juicer, keep it on your counter, do it daily. Uh, just incorporate in your diet and make slow changes. You know, Start adding in more of the good stuff, start buying more fruit, start uh, eating more vegetables, and you're on your way. What's your favorite juice recipe? Uh, just a typical green juice, you know, some kale, cucumber, celery, lemon, ginger, apple, and you're good. Maybe a little coconut water to sweeten it up. But uh, to me, I love my green juices. My daily mm -hmm. greens are great. That's my coffee. That's my, that's <laughs> my new age uh, caffeine. So. Yeah, it's so funny. After you drink a green, a green juice, you, you say it. You're like, I'm wired now. You're I'm like, wired. I'm ready to go. Especially <laughs> if I put a big piece of ginger in there, I'm good. I'm good to go. Is it hard in the Chicago winters to to stay raw, especially? It it could be challenging. Um, last winter, what I did was right after Christmas, um, I decided to do a 21 day juice fast, just to, because Januarys and Februarys are normally like the the hardest parts of the winter. So mm -hmm. I figured to get my mind off all the oh, I, I should I eat this or should I eat that. I wanted to do a juice fast, so I don't think about that, you know. I was just focusing on healing, and ultimately what it did was it helped me, you know, um, be more clear about my intentions for the year and be more goal-orientated during that time and be more creative in the material I was putting out on social media. So um, I kind of just attacked winter head-on with a juice fast. <laughs> so you feel like a juice fast really 
clears your mind and puts you in that state of being motivated and driven and creative. I, I really do. Um, I've done them before. I've done three days, seven day, 10 day. It wasn't until I did the 21 day where I really, really felt amazing. I mean, clarity, energy through the roof. I mean, uh, my spirituality was at an all time high. Uh, I just felt like everything was just clicking. Everything felt great. Um, when I came off it, you know, and, and uh, like I, I like recommending juice fast to people because it's like after a certain like the seventh day, it's so awesome. Like you don't have no type of cravings for nothing. It's like all you're thinking about is that next ju next juice. They could be challenging the first couple days because obviously you're thinking about the food, especially if you're still used to the food you're eating on the standard American diet. You know, you still have those cravings after the first day and you're addicted to them. So you want to go back to eating. But juice fasts are awesome. I mean, especially uh, I wanted to do them in the summer. I wanted to do one in the summer. But unfortunately, the fruit was amazing. <laughs> and I yeah, just fruit love, in the summer is too good. Yeah, that food. I, I couldn't pass on that. So I'll probably end up doing the same thing this January, right? I start the new year with a fast and just uh, uh, drink juice. Nice. Are you going to do another competition or not competition but just like invite others to join you again I, it is something that i was thinking about doing i'm thinking about doing a some type of juice challenge haven't decided what it's going to be but yeah it seemed like it worked out pretty well last year so i'm gonna see uh what i can very do. cool so yeah everybody be on the lookout for that if you're interested um yeah we'll see how that goes <laughs> yeah should go well yeah and you're planning to do an, it's another 21-day juice fast is what you're planning to do? I, yeah, I'm, I'm actually thinking about going the whole month of January. The only reason I stopped going at 21 days because I wanted to go 30 was because I was just losing way too much weight and I was freezing. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's below zero out here. And I, I was just freezing, going to work, driving in a truck. And yeah, it just was no, no bueno. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's interesting to me that because I've never done a juice fast. So it's interesting to me that you're able to subsist on just juice and feel full. Like even in your day to day, you only really eat like one meal a day or maybe you just snack, but you subsist a lot on just juice, which I was surprised to find out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like drinking the juice, it's just like mineralizes your body and you're just mm -hmm. satisfied and nourished and you're good. I mean, I could drink like 64 ounces and be good for, you know, a few hours. And it's not like I'm doing it to starve myself. I just, I love the juice. I love the taste. I like the way it makes me feel. Uh, I like the idea of getting in the greens and uh, it just works for me. Yeah. And I, I do hesitate to say some of that because I know that um, for some people that might not be the healthiest option. Like you have to be in the right mindset your body has to agree with it um you know i don't want people to go out and just try and drink like a, a juice a day or a couple juices a day and just in the like with their mindset solely focused on weight loss and trying to change their body and yeah because that's, you know, that's that's not healthy yeah but, that's not um, the way to go you know johnny here uh it's just been interesting for me to to watch the way that he lives in the way that he eats because, you know, he goes out, he plays basketball for like three hours a day. He goes to the gym every day and and he's, you know, he's built, he's got, he's muscular. He's not wasting away by any means and he's full of energy. So 
uh, it has definitely challenged my views on juicing for sure. Yeah. So I, I appreciate the learning that I am getting as well. For sure, absolutely. Well, we're hitting about an hour here, which I think is a good place mm -hmm. to stop. Wow, <laughs> that went quick. Yeah, right? <laughs> that was crazy. Time flies when you're having fun. Exactly. Huh? Uh, is there, what, what messages or single message uh, would you like to leave people with? What message would I like to leave yeah, people like with? Yeah, like what's something that, if you could, if you had a group of people, if you had a group of, you know, 10,000 people, which I <laughs> doubt that 10,000 people will listen to this, uh, unfortunately, but let's say you have a group of 10,000 people in front of you and you want to leave them with like one to three key things that you want them to know about life or, you know, tips that you have or just messages to inspire them, what would you say? I would say... Obviously, um, believe in yourself, love yourself. Uh, you have one life to live. Um, if you want to do something, do it. Believe in, believe in it to your full capacity. Uh, if you want to start a journey to health, obviously, like I said, <laughs> get yourself a juicer. But um, yeah, like my message always is promoting love, not fear. Shut your TV off worry about you and the people around you and your own happiness and uh yeah that's pretty much it love all you need is love baby. <laughs> all you need is love all right thanks johnny thank you